welcome to Malkia Talks, a Wheel of Time variety podcast now. I've decided to name it. Uh, this is uh, a, a new segment we've been doing. It's a bit of fun we've been having. Uh, so welcome to Than Casting the Wheel, Pedro Pascal style. We're going to have a bit of fun with that. Before I introduce my two guests, I do have a patron shout out. So welcome to the family. Si- Simon? S-Y-M-O-N, so Simon, Simon Dune Shayatar. I'm assuming that's a, a fun player Wheel of Time names there. Welcome to the Seven Towers Guardians uh, level. So you get early access to the podcast, such as what we're recording right now. So welcome aboard. It's good to have you on. And you can obviously now pop in on those monthly giveaways that we do as well. So which, uh, if you're a patron and you're listening, have you entered this month? Because if you haven't, you need to. I always say, like, enter by next week, and then I leave it for the entire month before I do anything about it, because, you know, I'm cool like that. <laughs> so, we're on with the fan casting. So, I've selected a mega fan to join me tonight, and then an also huge fan that I didn't know was a huge fan as well. So, please welcome Bane and Chiad and Roof Mistress Leia. How are we doing, ladies? Awesome. Very excited for today's show. <laughs> Yes, we are. You are both fans, aren't you? Like, I mean, Bane and she had slightly more than Ruth Mistress Leia, but oh we're yeah, all can, all can see like, that oh, I'm definitely a fan. <laughs> I'm a little bit of a fan, just a little. A little bit of a fan. A I feel bit. like, folks, if you're even remotely familiar with how much Les Nerdy loves um, Jody Whitaker, uh, Jody Whitaker, Jody Whitaker. Thank you, Benjia, for that. Yeah, if you're even <laughs> remotely aware of how much. Lesbian Lady loves her, then you might have a slight in- inkling how much Manny Chiad loves Pedro. So, I mean, would well, that be inaccurate? One should really love their husband, honestly. So, I mean, I think it makes sense that I love him a lot. Well, now I'm getting a little <laughs> bit jealous. Just a little bit. It's all right. Pedro would share, I'm sure. Pedro would share. <laughs> Is that the title of this podcast? Pedro would share? It could be. I think that would be a very acceptable title. (laughs) Yes. All right, ladies, for anyone who lives under a rock and doesn't know who either of you are, because that means they don't watch our show, um, please tell them who you are. Perhaps Bailey Chiad is the queen of... You know, and Pedro's wife, perhaps you'd like to go first? Uh, yes, I am Bain and Chiad. Uh, you can also call me Grace. And I am a member of Threefold Talk. And I also do a weekly column for thegreatblight.com about the Wheel of Time and the fandom and all sorts of fun stuff. Yeah, she loves to make us cry. <laughs> I try. Like her number one goal. She's like her and Anas are like little buddies there. We're like, what should we do this week to make everyone cry in the fandom? So, yeah, it's our mission. It's a good list. So. <laughs> <laughs> and Leia, our Roof uh, Mistress. Hi, I'm Roof Mistress Leia, also a member of the Threefold Talk cast, and very happy to be here for a not Threefold Talk show. Yes, <laughs> it's very different. I'm also. I I, I promise. Yeah. I promise I didn't just be like, come on, co-stars. And <laughs> by the way, I like the word cast that you're using there, Leia. Like the cast. It, is, it is our cast. I like and it. actually, that's yeah. just a brag on the Twitter of Time community. When Rob put this call out, um, he and Bane and Chiad, I think, had already decided they were going to do the show because obviously, you know, it's Bane and Chiad's other husband. Um, and there were three <laughs> of us 
uh, Melindra, who's also a member of uh, School Talks, and then Critter, Sedai, were all like, oh my god, we all love him. And then they're like, oh, well, we're doing a show, so can anybody? And then it was the most Wheel of Time fandom thing that we were just like, oh, no, you can go do it. No, you can go do it. You can do it. And finally, I was like, you know what, bitches? I'll totally do it. (laughs) Good for you, Leia. I love that. It was just like the most delightful thing because we were all just trying to give the show to the other ones because we all knew that we were like second tier fandom compared to Bane and Chia. But we all want it so bad. It makes me so happy that people understand my obsession that much, that you're just willing to concede that quickly. I love that. (laughs) There's no way I could even contest it. So, Yeah. Someone, uh, I can't remember who suggested, but they were like, you should do a Pedro episode and you should invite Grace. Um, I was uh, was, um, unaware of the level uh, and the magnitude of the um, the love and devotion that you have for this man uh, until you know discussions about this, so um, you might hear a lot of Grace tonight, and you might hear just a little bit of me and Leia, which is um, totally fine. So I'm here for it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. For the next hour or so, we're gonna we're gonna have some fun, throwing some names out, and um, you know, seeing what each of us think and uh, what you think at home. So. I'm going to go first because we decided in the, in the, the pre-chat that uh, Grace would go last as queen. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go out with, uh, God, what name shall I pick first? I've got half a dozen, but we're only going for 10 in total here, folks. Um, I am going to throw out, let's go with my number three option because I think that's an interesting start point. So I am picking seven Bulwer. Ooh. as uh, hmm. for pedro to play interesting now, yeah exactly i thought this was an interesting choice but can you imagine him playing a dry secretary who's secretly a spy master like pedro i think could absolutely nail that plot you know layers within layers you know secrets within secrets um and then can you imagine him just being like this you know spy guy for for marcus if they did the whole fail bit. I, I can see it. I just have one big problem with it, which is that I've never imagined Seven Balwer as yeah, hot. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, in my mind, he's just not hot. But there's no reason he couldn't be. But I mean, it's just there's also everyone no in real reason. TV show hot now. True. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we need hot Balwer. Well, also, Pedro, I feel like he would be the type of actor that'd be like, oh, yeah, make me ugly. And like, one thing that I love about him is every single casting, like every single um, character that he's ever played, he stands differently and he acts like, so mm-hmm. he's not doing the same character again and again on regurgitation. He's like physically embodied. He walks different. He stands different. So it, it, and Rob, it's interesting you say it. Cause I was trying to think of not like the tall soldiers that, <laughs> Yeah, it was very easy to pick soldiers and stuff. In fact, uh, let me look. Uh, one, two, three. I had three soldiers mm-hmm. in my list. You know, it's tough not to pick them, isn't it? So, mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be interesting yeah. to see how he kind of shrinks down a little bit to make himself seem like he's just part of the background. Yeah. He's really good with comedic acting, too. I think that he could do the dry humor and it would be really funny and people would that really... Was- 
really yeah. like that because I don't know if if you guys have seen um, the unbearable weight of massive talent, yeah. but his character in that movie is. It's a little bit goofier than I think Balwer would be, but there was still something about like he would do some deadpan stuff that was just like really hilarious. And I, I it was his timing is just so awesome. So, yeah, I, I feel like this could work. OK, this is I've started OK here. I feel uh, not confident, but I, I, I have name on the list. So I'm I'm a very happy man because there was a part of me that thought, woof, I'm going to just get swamped in nose wait can uh, we veto we can be like no that one's not going on the list <laughs> i mean this is there's three of us here so we can really just be like mm, yeah, we're voting if you end, really right? feel that strongly about oh. it we can say absolutely not but you know bear in mind that we could just be like hey that okay that's number 10 okay so yeah um that but that's that's my first suggestion uh so leia so going with the soldier theme, um, I thought he would be a, a magnificent uh, Rodol Iteralda. I really mm. want to see him with that like shaped yep. freckle and then just getting like yes. gritty and dirty in battle, um, yelling at Rand. Um, and then one thing that I'd love is, especially if they accelerated that timeline so we don't have to wait till some of the later seasons, because I feel like the Iteralda stuff could be pulled forward a lot. So then it wouldn't just be, and one, one thing that I try to do with my fan castings is just because he's so amazing. I don't want small little bits of him. I want like big portions of Pedro on the show. Like I want him there for a long time. I I think two out of the three of us on this podcast right now want a big piece of Pedro. (laughs) Uh, trying to not make threefold talk related comments right now <laughs> trying to keep, trying to keep it a little more pg for the podcast the pot so i will I'm not sorry <laughs> the podcast is not always pg in fact it's very rarely pg at, at most it's usually what's what's a 12 in america what would you call PG that 13 a 12 the pg 13 Okay. Yeah, yeah, like it's it's yeah. often not even PG thirteen. So like, what what? I'm curious. We have a side tangent now for a second. What what come? You get PG thirteen. What goes next? R rated in America. R and then is PG thirteen or R rated? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. and the, but there's also X too, which is above R. Okay. Which so that says to me R is like an eighteen. Sexuality and nudity than mm-hmm. it does with right. like gore, cussing, or anything like that. Yes, because yeah. we're Americans and we're totally okay with violence, but definitely not sex ever. Okay. No. Interesting. So here we have a youth <laughs> universal, which means anyone of any age can watch. Then you have uh, a twelve, which means anyone twelve or under must be accompanied by an adult. Uh, Fifteen which I think still works the same way you need them to be, be with a, an adult if it's if you're 15 or under. Sorry, if you're under 15. And then an 18, which you must be 18 to watch full stop. And then if we're getting into the very, like, you know, if what you would call X-rated, I suppose, is, is then just basically porn. And you don't get that in cinemas. So. That's such interesting <laughs> age distinctions. Like, what, yeah. So that's why I was like, oh, it's not even a 12. I was like, wait, what are you looking at me like, what's a 12, Rob? That, there we go. So PG 13. It's not, oh, we do have PG as well, actually. Um, so, yeah. Nice side tangent there. But no, I like Rodell. Um, mm-hmm. I, I must apologize. Rodell is not on my list. Oh, he was so. my number two. Ah. Yeah. See, I, I have a weird list, obviously, in that case, but uh, I'm just the host. I am not the super fans. So I am a fan, but not. Uh, 
not the super fan level. I know I like, uh, but going back to I like Rodell. Um, more of him in the TV show would make sense. So. I don't know if either of you have seen this post that I did on Twitter, but a long time ago, maybe a year and a half ago, I actually came across a photo of him with a little gold star sticker on his face. He's like, it's like a, I don't know, it must be like some kind of personal photo because the lighting is really bad. It looks like he's just at a bar or something and he's got a sticker on his face. And I just immediately thought, well, he could be a Geralda because he's already got the sticker going on. You can totally mm-hmm. see it. So okay. I think it works. Yeah, that's um, that's a solid second suggestion. Mine was an okay one, but that's a solid <laughs> second suggestion. All right, finish yet. Okay, I'm going to give you my number one. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, why not start at the top? Uh, I would like him to play Daddy Bashir, Davram Bashir. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. That's one of my list gone, definitely on my list. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's a big role, and I think Pedro deserves a big role. And uh, a lot of his roles are father figure types, uh, protectors, uh, really competent, brave heroes. And I think that he would just nail it. I even, he almost even looks a little bit like my headcanon for Bashir, just a little bit. So I think he'd be awesome. I think he could bring some humor to it. I think he could be charming. Uh, I think he should be a likable character. So yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, that meets In my, my opinion. criteria of more screen time. <laughs> So, yes, definitely plenty of screen time. Yeah, there is a lot of screen time. Um, before I come into my my reasons, I picked um, Bashir, or at least on my list. Um, have you noticed we've each picked a character that interacts a, a bit? Oh no, Rodel doesn't. I was about to say a lot with Perrin, but Rodel doesn't really. He only is around. Yeah, so, no, Rodel's mostly around. My point is mute. Damn it! <laughs> Sorry. Nice try. I tried, um, but no, I, yeah, Bashir. I just, I just, I, Bashir's a great character anyway, so I can see where you put him number one. Um, he was not number one on my list, um, but he was definitely on my list. Um, yeah, he was on my list as well. So, yeah, I don't know. There was something about Seven that I liked more than Davrim um, on the list, so he was he was one below Seven. Um, but I just thought Seven was a was a fun character to play. But Bashir, um, to see him be charming. Uh, you know, charm his wife, but then put up with the violence that, you know, Saldans have in their lifestyle, I suppose, um, in a very casual way. I thought I could see him doing that. Um, when he played the Mandalorian, he sort of brushed off injuries and stuff in a, you know, like, okay, well, you know, I've been hit, but whatever, I carry on type situation. I could see him doing that with, you know, a sore wound or something. Um, yeah, and then see him interacting with Marcus. <laughs> I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, this is a very solid choice. Yes. Uh, one of the scenes that I always picture Bashir in is when he's in Camelin listening to Rand, um, do listen to not trees, um, like petitions and all that sort of stuff. And he's just in his chair with his glass of wine, like kicking back, he's like <laughs> all over the place and then all of a sudden it's like teams coming and he jumps up really quickly um like and i feel like that like going from that casual to that upright uh, that's hard to 
do and really truly portray. And I, I feel like Pedro would just be one of those actors that could easily switch from that casual mode to the I'm on point, like I'm about to attack where, where are the enemies coming from? And yeah, and yeah. not have to say a single word. So he could be like have not a line and in the background just be doing his entire thing and you could feel the importance of the moment just after off of how he reacts. Yeah, I, I have to say Pedro definitely strikes me and I love Daniel Henney. But Daniel Henney, you know, sitting down to eat food and then zipping out into the street <laughs> in front you know, naive. <laughs> You know, even by Daniel Henney standards and land standards was a bit ridiculous, but I could see the same scene with Pedro and it probably being more believable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no offense to Daniel Henney there. We love Daniel Henney. But Pedro definitely, as you say, could be the sitting there, lax back with, you know, goblet of wine and, you know, his boot up on the arm of the chair or even sitting on someone else's throne, you know, just, mm -hmm. for, just for shits and giggles. And then, you know, something happens and he's like 10 feet across the room with the sword out ready to, you know, slice mm -hmm. someone in half um in a very believable manner so um <laughs> i hadn't thought about that particular scene but <laughs> i like that i just want to see him tackle yosha to the ground that's that's my main objective here <laughs> oh so is this the other husband is that it then? <laughs> yosha yeah sure you can sure can bring him not? into the tent i can have many brother husbands <laughs> and lovers as well right sure exactly this is true you don't have to marry them all yeah this is very true so <laughs> that's great okay uh i feel like i need to to pull out my number one now um so my number one suggestion uh was noel or jane fast as we actually find out him oh I see like every time I make a suggestion, by the way, I'm, I'm not thinking like physicality or anything. It's just like the way Pedro acts or his acting abilities. I'm just like, wow, to see him play this character would be really interesting. That's usually how I cast someone. Um, so probably my suggestions are all going to be like, ah. Um, but I, I love Noel as a character. I think his interactions with Matt, how he just meets him. All right, it's a very weird way to meet the character or meet anybody. Um, but just instantly says, right, you're someone I want to stick with um, and just, you know, follow around. And then his reveal at the end, whether you saw it coming or not, um, and how he dies is just, you know, it's very poetic for who he actually is. Um, and I could see to have, Pe I mean, it, maybe it's a giveaway to have Pedro play someone like that because you'd be like, well, he clearly he's an important character. It's Pedro. You don't just have, you know, Pedro play a nobody. He plays a somebody you know, um, if you have him in a, in a show where you're casting unknowns as the main characters. Um, but I think he could bring a lot, a lot of magic to that part that Jane Fastrider mm -hmm. would have and would be trying to hide whilst being mm -hmm. Noel. And I think he could play a broken man, which Noel oh, is hell yeah, both he physically and emotionally. Yeah. He could, he, could, he could play both the physicality and the emotion, the emotions of that character really well. So um, that was, Noel's my number one suggestion. I would love to hear him what just tell the random stories that everybody thinks are so far-fetched, but then, you know, on like 10 rereads, you're like, oh, no, that shit's yes. actually real, probably. <laughs> yeah, yep. exaggerating that much. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't want story time with Pedro? I mean, come on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We could do yeah. these, like, little mini one-shots of him just, like, telling fireside stories. That would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. 
I love him, it. Him and uh, and Tom riffing against mm. each other, telling stories. Stop! I've I've just died. No, <laughs> no. I mean, come on. <laughs> Wow. The two of them round a campfire. Matt's there yeah. trying to write. Matt's like, I need to write this fucking story about what we're our backstory for being in this stupid village. You've you just shut up, you know. You don't know what you've just done, Rob. You don't, don't know what you've just done. <laughs> and they're just story offing. Yeah, I see? want this so bad. <laughs> I mean. You've just put Pedro with Alexander Weom, who I'm mm-hmm. also obsessed with. And yeah, this is perfect. I love it. We don't well, even need to continue the podcast. Also, like talking about another actor that they kind of physic <laughs> they made him look physically different a little bit. Like they gave him this long gray hair and like aged him up a lot. So there's no reason that the Wheel of Time wouldn't be able or the, the showrunners the Wheel of Time. Um, Amazon Prime wouldn't be able to do this with Pedro for someone like Gnome. And then again, a lot of it's just the physicality of how you act. So if you yeah. like move like you're a little broken. But then like Absolutely. can quickly go fight a golem. <laughs> yeah. Also, they made Tom a younger, hotter Tom. Oh, so yeah. they could make Noel a younger, hotter Noel. Why not? Yes. And I've always um I've always said that I think Noel doesn't follow Matt. Like initially he does, but he doesn't stay with Matt because of Matt. I think he stays with Matt because of, you know, uh, the following Matt has, but also Tom. I feel like he, he you know, I've, I called into the Dusty Wheel about this. I feel like he has a thing for Tom and just follows Tom and be like, well, I can't be with Tom because Tom's in love with someone else, hence this love letter. Where we but in know. the show, it's going to be different yeah. because things. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is full stores. stores. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, this is always full stores. Don't ever, well, as as of season one, haven't met. So they don't have the love story that's written, that Robert Jordan writes from the third chapter of the books. Yeah. Uh, But it's possible that there'll be, like, if they continue with a book storyline, that there's a different reason maybe for Tom to, because Tom doesn't even have, like, he's not the woman's man that he was in the books um, uh no he did well i mean we haven't got much of tom we got a scene of him got two episodes of spring, him. We? Yeah. two episodes yeah so, so. We'll um but yeah i've always thought that he ended up following all the way to uh, the tower of genjai because he was well and maybe tom. this is an opportunity he couldn't for... be with tom he's like i'll help tom get back the woman he loves instead. maybe this is an opportunity so. oh my god for the shuttle to <laughs> just let that how did you not hear me i called into the dusty wheel and said this like marshall deck and i have talked about this at places and recordings I... and i'm sure we have i don't remember that at all i didn't know that anybody shipped noel and tom but it's amazing i love it yeah, well, I ship Noel with Tom. I don't ship Tom with Noel. As well, in, now now you, right. know, you can because the show's basically love. precluded well, it. Um, exactly. It's and one thing, yeah. one thing that I really do love is that older queer couple that has just persisted, and you don't see that often. And I think that's one of the reasons that um, people were complimenting the relationship of Suwan and Moraine is that they are middle aged women. They're not these like young 20 somethings falling in love or like people mm-hmm. w- w- that would they're slightly older than me i'm turning 40 in a couple of weeks but um yeah just back before legalized marriage and the u.s and all this sort of stuff like it's 
that's a difficult relationship to portray in TV shows these days. It's not difficult. It's just not common. Yeah. Difficult was the very wrong word. Um, People just choose not to. So having an older male gay couple would also be wonderful to see. Yeah. And I think Tom and Noel would be perfect, especially if it's Pedro. Yeah, Alexander and Pedro sat around a fire together. I would die. (laughs) I really had him here all of a sudden. I feel like I need to, I don't often, I very, in fact, I don't think I ever have done like a soundbite advert from the podcast, but I feel like I should just clip that bit, Alexander and Pedro sat around a fire together, and that can just be. Yes. (laughs) It's perfect. Yeah. Okay. um, Leia. Who's next on your list? So I started thinking about the Forsaken and which one, if of all the Forsaken that I'd like Pedro to play. And as much as one of my criteria was somebody who's going to stick around a lot, I think Ravine would be my favorite of the Forsaken for him Ooh, to play. Cause just okay. like said a little like wing, like little salt and pepper grow his hair out a little bit longer and then um you know and i'm gonna say this knowing that it's (laughs) written really poorly but like just like channeling to dominate all these like people (laughs) and so like there's a little bit of hotness to that even though it's also like very wrong (laughs) but um yeah i i can see pedro playing easily playing the character that you know likes to attack from a place of strength runs and fights only when basically you've got him cornered yeah and then the scene Um, when he and rand are fighting in tar would just be completely so cool but short-lived he wouldn't he'd only be like maybe i mean you could bring him in during you know like forsaken meetings you know um because there's this spying. There's lots of times that he would show up, but again, book yeah. wise, it's just he's not there for very long, so he's got a limited run yeah. time. But I mean, maybe that fits in with his schedule. <laughs> so it's true. He's a busy man. So, but I, I like, um, I like Ravine. Is uh, Grace? What do you think? I mean, I think he can definitely pull off the like hedonistic sexual predator type. I mean, he definitely had bits of that in game of thrones but uh i think i would have i mean and he can definitely play evil um i think i would struggle with uh having him be that gross and evil but he could do it and he'd make me hate him which would be weird but i would still respect his acting ability for making me hate him um so yeah i mean why not they do say in literature and i'm for me it works in in um you know, on the screen as well. Characters you truly, truly hate are characters that are written well or played well, depending on the yep. medium. It's uh, true. So, you know, he could he could do a character you're like, oh, I really hate that character, but that's just because how well Pedro is playing him. And you know, obviously that comes from writing as well. But you know, you can have the best writing in the world. You can't put it on screen probably without a good actor. So yeah. And he's played those like characters that skirt the line, but Ravine is just so evil and awful. It, it, mm. 
I love it when, especially when people who typically play heroes or the anti-hero, when they just go mm-hmm. full bore bad guy, like, mm-hmm. and just do something completely different. I love that so much. Yeah. He would probably appreciate that. He probably would like to mix things up a bit. He's yes. been cast as too many soft-hearted single dads, so I could see him going for or the, the anti-hero for the really yeah, evil. Yeah, the anti-hero because that's yeah. kind of what he was in Game of Thrones. That's what he it right. was in Narcos. Like, there's he's just played that you know the, yeah. the bad good guy, uh, just right. full yeah. bore bad guy. I mean, even in you know something that you know, most people are probably getting known for, which is like Mandalorian. Even there, he's kind of like the outcast and, you know, he plays by his own rules, but he's still got this, you know, stupid little green kid he's got to look after. He's still getting <laughs> the combination of the anti-hero and I'm a dad, you know, moment. You know, he mm-hmm. he gets stuck with those roles a lot. You're quite right. So here's mm-hmm. a role, sir, where you can be just unobjectively evil and just, you know, really, really sink your teeth into that, that and lane. sexy and evil and like, on top of it. <laughs> Because I'm not going to lie, Rap, like, I think it's probably the sexiest of all the male forsaken. Uh, he seems to be the one with the least, you know, because you get like, you know, issues obviously nutty as a fruitcake. Um, you know, some of the others are just like, you know, Agonor is, is twisted and then, you know, it comes back. And Gross, it's, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, and when Samuel and Gamadre like, are just like I, second I to lose therein, so yeah. you know, like yeah. physically attractive, but just not as good as Luz Theron. Ravine doesn't have those yeah. confidence problems that he does with Luz Theron. Like I think he knows he's a sexy yeah. old man with a you know the salt and pepper hair. So he's got his own other issues, but um, yeah, I like it. <laughs> I like it. All right, nice. <laughs> Grace, I assume we're going to take it out of the evil line, but keeping it in the sexy line. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the anti-hero um, kind of theme, and uh, I'm gonna go with Tomas Varen's Warder. I think it would be cool to maybe uh, expand the role a bit. I feel like we don't get a lot of him in the books. It's just sort of towards the end, Varen says, oh, yeah, yeah, he was a dark friend too. Um, But I would like to see him with Varen from the beginning and see their relationship and see a little bit more background and where he came from. And um, I know that he was a dark friend before her, but then wanted to get out but couldn't, so he was kind of a reluctant dark friend and then ended up being helpful in the end so i don't know i think it would be cool to give him that role and then also expand that role a bit in the show yeah there's a lot of room for expansion there with tomas yeah um, i like that well in the um, show because, sorry, and, Rob, go ahead i was gonna say a place where you can do a huge amount of that very very easily is the battle for the two rivers mm-hmm. uh, you know yep. th- there's so much there going on you yeah. can have exposition up the wazoo delivered by Pedro yep. whilst learning about him as Tomas. Like that's, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, yeah. I like that. Yep. I'm really, I'm really in for that because we get nothing otherwise. And also uh, I think Varen says that he's spending his final moments with his family. So he's a family guy. So in my head, maybe there's like, there's a child in this scenario as well. Like I know I'm just totally typecasting Pedro, but. This is the thing I like about him. I like the, the types of characters that he plays. Uh, so yeah, in my head, like the reason he became a dark friend was to like help his sick child or something. I don't know. 
but uh, <laughs> or something like, like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Something, something like, you know, yeah. That pulls your heartstrings a bit. Yeah. Um, you, could, you could have like a, like a, yeah, split to the scene of like, you know, thank you, dad. I've lived a full life now because of what you did to me and, so, you know, giving up your soul to, to have me, you know, healed of whatever childhood sickness I had type thing. Yeah. Um, and you could, you know, the same as, you know, get to the end of very like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm an absolutely evil dark friend, um, but I've did it all to, you know, because it was either like do some good by being evil or just die, you know. Um, yeah. Thomas is also not just a, a dark friend, but he, you know, did it for, did a bad thing for the right reasons. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And he's, he's not there for the whole, uh, when Varen shows up with Rand's crew in the great hunt. So I feel like we could just have, why not have him with Varen from the beginning? Yeah. And, um, there's a shot from the season two behind the scenes of, uh, Rand and you can see that Moraine and Lan are behind him, but you can also see there's two other people. And my theory is that it's Varen and Tomas. Ooh, and so, and it's Pedro, obviously. <laughs> obviously. That's, <laughs> that's that's if he's not playing, uh, you know, a, a spy master, the little wolf, you know, Daddy Davram, you know, in love with Alexander by a fireplace, or absolute evil forsaken. You know? <laughs> well, one thing that I love about the TV show is they've given more purchase to the warders. So for the most part, the books, yes. land. And then, like, eventually, maybe uh, Gawain. Like, there, there's like small roles that the warders have. You don't see a lot from yeah. the perspectives. Um, Tomas would be a perfect one that you get more perspective on. And I'd love it if they even like kept the the dark friend side secret for a long time. So, know, as yeah. a book reader, and then and then like you know, who knows? Maybe they're going to change it. Maybe somebody else is the dark friend and not Varen. Um, that would be crazy. Well, we're not going to discuss that here, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, but you, you got, you get to see more screen time. And even if he's just there as warders do protecting and then having dialogue and doing their own thing, like, you know, the warders are interacting much more like, uh, Tomas was interacting with Tam and, um, Lujan and like all the other, elders of the town trying to prepare for the defenses and two rivers. And I actually, he's not mentioned in, um, the great hunt, but I like, at least I think he's there, um, at the beginning, I think he's just there in the periphery. And then she just leaves him behind. And is like, I gotta go. See ya. <laughs> yeah. Nice suggestion. We've got a nice, interesting listen to go here. Um, I I'm going to throw out one last suggestion and then uh, we're just going to get suggestions from the two of you going forward. So I need to be careful who I pick here. Um, well, I'm just, I, I like my fifth suggestion because I think it would be, but it's more like a cameo role. Uh, so I'm not going to go with that. And my last suggestion was um, for storytelling purposes. Um, so I'll save him for the end when we do like, you know, honorable um, mentions what is or it? whatever. Honorable, honorable mentions. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm going to go and it, it's kind of, I don't know, this is the, the cliche role he gets put into a little bit, but fuck it. Why not? And I'm sure you've both picked it. It's Thomas. No, I didn't. No? I didn't have him on my I list, but, but I did. I did think about it. I did consider it. I did have him on my list. Yeah. 
Okay. I, I want him because, A, he plays a great soldier. You know, we, we know this. Mm-hmm. We've seen him many times playing that sort of role. But t- the humor you get with Tom Arnes, uh from particularly the Sanderson writings, uh, although I still think he has a bit of humor with, you know, uh, RJ's writing, it's just, it's a lot, it's a lot more reserved. You know, Matt brings him out of his shell, I feel. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I just, can you imagine him fighting his way through Camelin? Uh, you know, killing yeah. Merdral, making jokes about it. I'm on, you know, I'm a dead man anyway. Who cares? Let's just go for it. Um, you know, pulling jokes against Matt. Um, yeah. I well, just, even conversing uh, with Maddie um, as he's doing Matt sitting mm-hmm. and defending Maddie after she becomes a Merlin seed as they're moving their armies. And just that, yes. the like him trying to do the like I'm respectful but I'm protecting you and she's like okay that's cool know your place <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah he he could bring a lot of humor to um a culture that has hidden humor mm-hmm. like you know he's he is kind yes, of man, mm-hmm. yeah. yes yeah, yeah um you know and I, I think that they keep their humor really really hidden and he could be you know, that character is like, well, I am Kyrie Ennin, but I'm also like, I don't behave like a proper Kyrie Ennin too, which fits in with like who we love him playing, you know, that, mm-hmm. you know, we love him playing the anti-hero. So let him, let him play the, the anti-Kyrie Ennin, I suppose, you know, it, you know, I'm from here, but I'm not like I'm from here type thing. Um, you know, he could have a lot of fun with that. Well, and it would be so. fun also, because I know a lot of people ship to Manais and Matt um, pre Tuan or even like post Tuan. Um, so if like, you know, you can keep Donald to stick around, like show us Donald also, by the way, um, seriously, <laughs> uh, please like to have uh, like some sort of like bisexual relationship there. That's, yeah. that's like fun and casual, um, speaking for somebody who's in the military, that shit happens all the time. Um, yeah. So, I mean, he, he played that, you know. What what are the scenes in the brothels in Game mm-hmm. of Thrones where he was just like you know, oh, like, yeah. you must taste everything, you must try everything. Like you can see him. Can you imagine Kyrie Ennin? You know mm-hmm. this guy who's just like you know. I come from this culture where like you know, we we don't wear bright colors and we don't you know we we plot and we scheme and we don't show any like come on you're a bunch of robots in a way everything like, is you know, straight lines <laughs> yeah they're a bunch of vulcans you know let's be honest hooking up with everyone and nobody cares the yeah. day the minute the festival ends back to the status quo yeah and, and there's pedro like as tom Manus, just being like why we gotta stop the festival you know it's fun <laughs> I don't care that I'm a lord. You know? <laughs> it, it, it goes a little against Thomas's character, but I think it would be a fun homage to his character. For him to, to well, I think they could still do it within the veins of like the dry humor and just be like, because Thomas, you don't read him correctly the first time you read the books because it takes a little while to understand his humor. And then when you go back, you're like, oh my God, I totally missed that. Um, and yeah. so when he's like yeah. telling Matt, like, don't you want another girlfriend? And Matt's like, I'm married, but damn it. I would love to. And like, tell Manus is just like riffing on him, but it is so dry. And you're just like the first time reading it, you don't pick up on it. Um, so that, that's, I think Pedro would be so amazing at that. Just, you know, looking straight ahead, just not like in 
Matt's doing his whole crazy thing <laughs> and Pedro just keeps looking ahead riding riding the horse I really want him to ride a horse <laughs> <laughs> nice okay so th- those are I, I've done three suggestions now so uh, and I feel like they got more well the second suggestion was particularly well received but uh, my you know I've got better as it's gone on I suppose um, so uh, Leia hit us up with another suggestion so um, outside of the Forsaken, I was looking at the Black Tower and trying to figure out um, which Ashaman dedicated that I'd like him to play. And I landed on Andril. So even though Andril's definitely in the last couple of books, I do feel like he could be one of the like pulled in earlier. So again, give give Pedro more screen time. <sighs> But I do feel like he would portray that I don't have a lot of power. Power is important in this hierarchy. Following Loghain, then all the interactions with Pavara. I'm wondering how they're going to handle the double bonding. And just the, you know, the moment that they like double bond each other and probably fly back away. I'm just like imagining this massive power surge where they get flung across the room um, and then start somehow communicating with each other and just seeing that very much confusion on his face and her face, whoever uh, Pavara ends up being. But like, I'd love like, that would just be so cool. And he would do such a good job with that. Plus um, Andrel is very much a null where he just has so many things he's done in his life. So want that storytelling mm-hmm. aspect and you know it's like oh yeah i was a leather worker and there's this one time i jumped off the cliff with the sea folks and then i did this and that and this and that <laughs> it's like holy cow um yeah i have to say andrew was one of my uh andrew was my number six he was gonna be one of my honorable mentions the storytelling aspect the i've had a thousand jobs you know and then can you just sit there and imagine pedro working leather <laughs> I'm sorry. Just have him there working a piece of leather, <laughs> stitching away, telling a story. I'm like, that's gold class. That's gold no. class television right there. I don't care who you are. I don't care what the show is. Pedro sitting there telling a story while working a piece of telling leather. Telling she's wonderful. Like an old piece of leather. Yes. And making it yeah. a compliment. He, he will deliver that line. So be- Grace has basically died. <laughs> Um, I just that wasn't the <laughs> that wasn't the type of leather work I was thinking about when you said I'm that. Sure it, all. I'm sure it wasn't. That's why you died. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't, okay. I didn't mean it was a very that I didn't mean to sexualize a very sweet moment that you were talking about. I, it's, it's perfectly okay. Hey, anybody who's watched Free Full Talk you know, knows that we can do this. <laughs> it's true. Exactly. It's true. Yes. So, but yeah, the storytelling aspect, the I've had a thousand jobs, but then the ability to explore that double bond situation, I mm-hmm. think, you know, um, yeah. that well, I hadn't thought about that when I put Andrew on the list, but uh, as soon as you said that, I was just like, wow, I, you know, if he could display all of those thoughts and emotions on his face while you have some kind of internal monologue. And then just the physicality of him 
like whatever hand gestures, if, if they choose for the Ashman to do hand gestures when they're opening gateways, but as he's like doing these crazy gateways, just the amount of like intensity that he would put to it as he's doing these incredible things. Um, or, or even yeah, when the dream spike is up and he can't and he's focusing so hard. Um, yeah. Can you, can you imagine the smug look on Pedro's face when he's just like, yeah, so I just killed like a million Trollocs with like three gateways of lava. Love it. Yeah. Sorry, what did you not do with like a 100,000 strong army that I did with like 20 channelers and a gateway? Just, you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I like the idea of making Andrew a little more arrogant. We're just confident. He's not just, com- like, confident yeah. in his own right but when it comes to channeling yeah right yeah so which makes him the best reluctant leader and i think pedro would do that really well he's like i've got all and he's none none of his past lives is he a leader he's an a, a wanderer he just goes and does experiences um and being able to portray an accurate reluctant leader i feel like is very difficult and he doesn't get that a lot, does he? No, and he doesn't. Yeah, because it's you know, this, this, Andrew's not a father figure. Andrew's not an anti-hero. I, I guess in the Mandalorian, he portrays a reluctant leader, but then he has the helmet on the whole time, so you don't really see him portraying a reluctant yeah. leader. You hear him, and you can yeah. see his physicality, which is interesting, but you don't get to see his face portraying this reluctant leader. Yeah. Yeah. True. Any any more thoughts, or are you still stuck on the leather, Grace? No, I, I, you completely lost me at the leather, so I'm good. Andrew's leather has been accepted. Total. What? So we get ten total. Uh, I think Grace. We are doing ten, right? Yes, we are. I think Grace should get the last two. Okay. No, I don't know. I don't know if mine are that good, honestly. Right, well, you... Grace, Grace, give us number nine, and then okay. you know, if anyone has one, like, oh my god, this really, I feel this this character should. Really I'm not be passionate yeah. about any of my other choices because I think you guys. Uh, my 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 other choice is definitely a more of a cameo character. So, gotcha. Um, okay. Yeah, I feel like you both picked some really like interesting ones I wouldn't have thought of, and I I think a lot of mine are very much typecasting. Um, but yeah, I'm that's gonna... allowed. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with, um, so I think I was thinking a little bit about his role in Game of Thrones again, uh, when I thought to myself, I feel like he would play a really good high Lord of Tear. Like he needs, he can play like the indulgent, rich, arrogant type that nobody really likes, but you sort of still like him anyway, because he's just so charming and likable. Uh, so my thought was maybe, and I don't know how to say this name properly, but, uh, Nelesian. 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 Nice. So yeah. like similar to Talmanis, I could see him being a member of the band of the red hand. Um, I could see him, I think Nelesian supposed to be kind of like jovial. Um, and I feel like Pedro could pull that off and kind of play off of Matt really well. Um, also a couple of Pedro's characters in things that he's played have died very early, abrupt, gruesome deaths. So I think that would work in this case uh, for poor Nelesian. Um, and yeah, I just think, you know, having him be that nobility that you kind of hate, but then grows on you with time along with Matt. Like Matt didn't really like him at first either. I think he wanted somebody else to be um, 
his second in command or whatever. Um, but it, I think um, Nelesian like outranked the person Matt wanted. So I yeah. feel like I think that this would be, I don't know. I think it would be a good choice for Pedro. I think that that's a fun choice. Yeah. Um, I did consider. Um, is this the Lord of Tear? Wyramon? Uh, for like, oh yeah, um, yep. <laughs> you were saying, yeah. Like, oh, my, yeah. When you were saying, I was yeah. like, are you gonna say Wyramon? No. Because I can see him, and you could like, do that too. Well, and actually, no, that, made me, that made me think, um, Lord Darlin. Um, I had Darlin on my list too. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I like, yeah, I didn't even consider yeah. him initially at all, but I feel like he would be a great Darlin. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Who else I agree. Darlin is also on my list. Darlin's also on the list. I, yeah, okay. I wouldn't mind putting him on there. Well, I have – who else do I have? I have Furic Karade from uh, the Chanchians because yes. obviously yeah. the body, yes. bodyguard. Um, Moradin. I have Demon Dread. I have Torim Riotin and Juilin Sandar. Juilin Sandar. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like Sander, to be honest. I really, yeah. I mean, they're all they're all quite good options. Um, I'm not, I, I don't think I'd be yeah. disappointed with any of them. And he's just uh, such a good actor, and he's got such a good. He can range. do anything. Yeah, he really could. This fight was so hard. Um, yeah, I I would like to put a vote for him to be um, Julian um, because when he was playing, I can't remember his actual character, but he was called the Viper in Game of Thrones. Was that like his? Yeah, Oberyn Martell. Martell. Yeah. That's Oberyn Martell, thank you. Um, yeah, like him running around that arena. Oh, obviously, he dies because he's like too fucking arrogant. You know? um, but uh, him running around with that, you know, long spear, whatever it was that was about 12 feet long thing. Like, can you, you imagine him twirling around a rooftop with that? And, you know, oh, yeah. Like pole vaulting. Exactly. Pole vaulting and shit. Like, I'm sorry. Can you? I, I, I want to see Pedro do that. Like, that was. Uh, can we are we happy to put him on the list like that? Yeah, totally. Okay. I mean, he could do the kind of goofy, like comic relief. Well, I could see him doing the the figs and mice thing. Like, yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Can you imagine him delivering he the figs be, and mice? Lines? Yeah, he was. Oh, so yeah. He would kill that. Then yeah. That might even because I always felt like there was a sort of sexual tension between Julian and Tom. So even the books, it resolves differently. <laughs> so maybe we still get Ladies and gents, we're just Tom. trying to put Alexander and Pedro <laughs> yeah. together in bed, okay? <laughs> this is something I had never considered before, and now it's like my whole life is going to be devoted to this. Constantly, like, yes. you, you could consider, like, uh, at first, like, actual competitiveness, and that, um, which makes a good transition into a relationship. Like, once you realize, like, you because because you're competitive that's like flirting so mm-hmm. like rivals to lovers kind yeah. of thing yeah 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 i like it i like it a lot okay so we have 10 mates we have seven we have rodel uh davrim noel ravine tomas talmanis andro nalesian and julian crap uh, i did so. want to try to like gender bender cast him but i couldn't think of anything so i don't know guys, like i know that's gonna be a lot yeah, oh. I, was, I had the the only one i came close on um i and i was like i don't know if it, it would work or not but i thought he could be really interesting and i also didn't want to take it away because she's such an amazing character that i feel like she needs more in the story than we get 
But I, you know, for half a second, I sat there and thought, could you gender bend a Ludra? Like, could you? That's what I thought you were going to say. Yeah. He could do it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like he could do it. Yeah. um, And you could make the role really interesting. But she's such an amazing character. Why do you need to? I wonder if there's a Why does she not need to be a woman? Like, kind of. I don't know if this is the correct way to say it, but kind of like more of a drag queen. So like a male dressed as a woman who, um, okay. um, and, and so looks like the Ludra that we think Matt still hits on her because Matt's by totally. Yeah. Cause Matt does hit on her in the books and then she just like, you know, Pedro as she continues to be a badass. That would be awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I think if we were going to have a Ludra be a trans woman, I think she should be played by a trans woman. Yeah, um, but if we wanted it to be, woman, I was saying, okay. Okay. So like, okay. so a male who wants to present as more well, feminine. Yeah. Like, okay. Likes to dress as a woman. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, so not, not, yeah, trans, not trans at all. Um, so, but, okay. but if, um, I mean, if you're going with that, that path of dressing, perhaps you could even write in, um, not that you need a reason for it. Like if you like to dress like, you know, you dress how you want to dress people, come on, it's not an issue with it. Um, but you know, perhaps like the illuminators, not the illuminators, um, there's the illuminators, yeah. the ones who do the fireworks. Yeah. 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 Uh, perhaps they're like, you know, not necessarily a female only society, but you know, dominated by women. Yeah, so Pedro, you know, Pedro's character, you know, we don't have a different name, so we'll just say Aludra full stop. Aludra is like, you know, well, I'm not going to get very far as a guy. I love wearing these, you know, cliche, these women only clothing. I do think Pedro would be a very pretty you know. gal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pedro, yeah. Could you know, it. so there's Pedro playing Aludra, like, you know, and, and then Matt could even be like, So why'd you wear those clothes? Why are you you know not just wear your clothes? Matt would still be like, totally into I it. Like... <laughs> exactly. I'd be like, Hey, A, I like wearing these clothes, and B, it allowed me to get further as an illuminator because, you know, they prefer women to be in charge. So Yeah. That'd down, be like, very interesting. Yeah, Pedro would like I could just see Pedro being like, I need a bell founder. <laughs> why do I need one? Yeah. Go away, Matthew. That would be a cool, yeah, I like that. That kind of is a cool subversion of that trope of like the woman who has to dress as a man to get to what she wants to do. And yeah. so it would make sense for Wheel of Time to have that flipped. I like that. It would. But then after the Illuminators get wiped out and it's just Aludra, you could be like, well, now here's your chance for it to be guys. And Aludra still. Yeah, well, and Aludra does know. try to stick with her culture. So it would make sense yeah. that True. Pedro cross-dressing yeah. Um, yeah. would um, continue that just just as a yeah. tradition's sake. Yeah, so you got the tradition, so sticking to the values like Ludra does. You've got like the flipping things that Wheel of Time likes to do, you know, um, that reversal of, you know, got to dress like a man to get somewhere while, you know, I would dress like a woman to get somewhere, but also you know, Aludra just likes to wear women's clothing, you know, or more feminine clothing or whatever. And there's actually nothing wrong with that. And there's not, exactly, there's nothing wrong with that, you know, so I think that could, that could be a really interesting, 
yeah. insight into Illuminators. You, you get nothing about the Illuminators aside from fireworks and Tomas's. Uh, no, Tom, Tom, Tomas? Oh, no, not Tomas. Um, what's the guy who's an idiot who knocks over the doesn't knock over the fireworks? Get blamed for knocked over the fireworks. Oh, um, I Rand's, can't remember his name. When Rand is yeah. like with loyal and they're running, and it's like, oh, Tomas, you great pig, or something mm-hmm. stupid like that. Is it Tomas? <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. Tom, his Tomas, name. yeah, something like that. Yeah. T-U-M-M-A-Z or something stupid like that. I can't remember exactly, but yeah. Uh, Aside from that, you get nothing about the Illuminators, do you? So, you know, we could just make up the culture. Well, and Pedro, I feel like, is such a a strong person that of all the backlash that would potentially occur, because, you know, we've never seen backlash about the woke Wheel of Time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> what that would no. happen no Yo, come on. No. Like, I feel like... uh, we're talking about wheel of time not woke of time now come on <laughs> no, no, but i feel like he'd be like and he he does portray... oh, he would not give a shit he, he yeah he doesn't care he does portray all these masculine characters very frequently so having this flip of a character would be yeah. very interesting yeah. uh and, and no, also like just it. such a booster um mm. so like the eddie izzard of our new generation so yes mm-hmm. i love that yeah. um so am i booting julian off the list and putting eludra on there or is that just a fun discussion we've had i think it's a fun discussion i don't know okay. i don't know nice. but, but, honorable but mention. Main I, decide. i'm cool with it being an honorable mention okay i, I like it um I did. Uh, I only had one other name on my list because um, I want. I was like, I give myself six, and we'll just go from there. And I knew this was a uh, a cameo character more than anything else. But um, and Grace is going to hate me for saying this now, <laughs> but I, I think he could play this ugly guy really well. I think he could play the the ugly person, and I feel that <laughs> he could do Guido Kane brilliantly. Ricky has a thing for ugly guys. It is a cameo character, isn't he? He turns Mm. up, you know, here is the horn, you know, a little bit in, you know, um, uh, uh, Teleromriad. I think he said Teleromriad then. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, a little bit there, and, you know, and that's kind of it. Um, but you could just see him there being like, you know, him and Ricky in love and, and all that sort of stuff. And, um, you know, she's like, only like ugly men. And there's Pedro, you know, just over there being Pedro. <laughs> and people are like, he's gorgeous. But I'm sure there's people out there be like, no, he's fucking ugly as well. He puts, he puts um, him like a prosthetic you know. broken nose. Exactly. exactly. Like give him some good makeup and stuff. And you can make like, him look ugly. You can. Exactly. Just, yeah. Just, yeah. Well, yeah. Like, yeah. No, no, he's not, it's a, it's a no, he's not attractive. Neither is um, yes. Baller. So... Right. No, but the but the way Brigitte talks about like I go for ugly men, you mm-hmm. know, and then she looked, you know, she's looking across the room, you know, she's chatting there with Matt and be like, see him, that guy, and he's like, what, the guy who looks like he's been hit with a shovel? Yeah, he's got character, he's got something, you know, like <laughs> he's a man, I want him, you know, sort of thing. I was like, I feel like people would enjoy Brigitte, you know, having her ultimate man be Pedro, um, dressed ugly <laughs> or made up ugly, however the phrase is. And uh, yeah, so he he was like a, a cameo honorable mention type role there I had. So, <laughs> anyone else have any more honorable mentions that we could throw out there that you were like, hey, I consider this make the top ten. Asanawa. Oh, oh. Mm. the High Inquisitor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mm. considered him. Yeah, um, I did consider him. Um, but 
Is that that's the one that gets killed by Galad? Uh, Galad. No, 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 uh, yes. no, sorry, sorry. No, 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 no. No, that's no, uh, that's Valda. That's Valda. Okay, yeah, sorry. that's Valda. Yes. Um, no, so he's the one that continues with the Shan Chan plan after right Valda um, and the Valda Galad. Um, yeah, yeah. Encounter, but yeah, no. So he's he's I mean, just he's not a dark friend, but he is pure evil. Mm-hmm. He's one of those examples of good guys just being pure evil. Um, so there's a theme to the podcast tonight. I'm picking characters that are slightly unexpected. Leia's just trying to make Pedro pure evil, and Grace is still stuck on the level work. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I, I like that I like, Pedro playing someone evil is fun so that definitely should be an honorable mention do we have any others before we decide on one to ten I here? did retro cast him as Elias um, so even though Elias is already cast I think he would be amazing in that role um, so even though we already have an actor for that mm-hmm. I was just like yeah, yeah, I can't just not put Elias on my list. Yeah. Yeah. He he could definitely, you know, again, telling stories around the campfire, isn't it? So, yeah, he, he has a storyteller, you know, ability. So mm-hmm. Definitely a good honorable mention. Yeah. Okay. So let's try and get a one to 10 out of this. I feel like this is, this was the hard part last time, to be honest. Um, and you had to be, I mean, we had a clear number one last time where Henry Cavill was playing the God. Um, so, and then we had like a clear number 10. Uh, and I want to throw out a number 10 suggestion here. I think seven should be number 10. I think seven. Unfortunately, so, so got, like, yeah, yeah. He'd, be, he'd be really good in that role, but of all the other ones. Exactly. Actually, I might, I might, I might protest that. I think Ravine should probably be 10. Right. Uh, uh, For screen time purposes or. Uh, But also just screen time purposes. And then also just um, like uh, Ravine's just such a monotonous character when it comes down to it. So yes, he's evil. Yes, he does bad things. I do think Pedro would do that amazingly, but of all the all the other, I think Seven would be a much more interesting character for him to play than, than yeah. Ravine. Okay, uh, right. so I yeah, think Ravine should go lower than Seven. Okay, so Ravine is a ten. Um, should we? We'll put Seven as a nine for now, and then we'll see how we that go. Works. The list is very fluid, um, so don't worry. Uh, we don't have to work from ten to one, by the way. If you have a suggestion for, do we have a clear number one suggestion here? Daddy Bashir. Daddy Bashir. No, man, yeah. come on. <laughs> <laughs> I was also on that train. I'm, not, I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not putting I'm Daddy open, out there. I'm open to hearing your argument, Leia. <laughs> you mean you want to do this now? <laughs> yeah. Who's your number one? Yeah, who's I, number one? I got convinced on Gnome. Um, just because the story is how they Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Noel, not Gnome. Sorry. Whoops. No, no, we didn't even mention. (laughs) Not not the the (laughs) seamstress and body attendant. Uh, Yeah, Noel. Um, I think Noel uh, is my new number one. I think I got talked into it a lot. Just because, again, I I think it would be a lot of the antithesis of what 
Pedro's used to. So he's used to being the pretty guy. He's always the pretty guy. He's always just beautiful. Um, sorry, Grace. But um, <laughs> I, don't know, I just don't think you can make him unpretty, but he would just be a less attractive old broken man, like following around Matt and then doing these kick-ass moves and telling fun stories. And then the love story with him and Tom, I got very much convinced tonight. Um, <laughs> Let's be clear. That's that's a bit of my headcanon here. I, I, just, I, got inspired. I, I love it. I love it. I think it's great. I need to go back and, and find out. It was, it was, so it, my call into the Dusty Bill that night was also the same night that Master of the Deck called in and they were talking relationships and I called up and as I was watching the show and this, uh, you know, it's during lockdown, it's, you know, 10 to three in the morning or something quarter three in the morning. I got inspired listening to people talking about things. And I was like, why do I feel like Noel didn't follow Matt? Why do I feel like he was in love with Tom? And so I rang up and, and I talked about it. And um, then I got off the phone and finished watching the show. And Marshall Deck rang up and started talking about things. And then I DM'd her and I was just like, my God, I love what you're talking about. And then that inspired the very first shipping episode that we ever did. And, and thus the continuation of multiple shipping episodes since. So um, it's very much my head canon or my, it's not head canon, but like how I feel like you could really do justice to. Well, and the show's already setting it up again. So, like, what we discussed earlier, um, you know, yeah. Tom and Maureen don't fall in love at the beginning of the the show. Um, and Maureen's very, like, she marries Suwan, so she's not falling in love with somebody else. I don't think they're going to betray that relationship. So, um, that leaves okay. Tom as a free agent. <laughs> it does. And... How are we feeling, Grace? Are you are you okay if we put Daddy at number two? I love all of that, but I, I feel like I would put it at two and I'd, I'd leave Bashir at one. Uh, I'm sorry. Well, this is a two-to-one argument here. So Noel is number one, it appears, and Daddy is Daddy Davram is number two. And then I, would right. say I, I would say I Teralda maybe as number three. Wait, wait yeah, I would agree with that. Yes. Wait, who yeah. else do we have? Okay, so if we went um, with Noel, Davram, and Rodell as the top three, and with Seven and Ravine rounding out the bottom two, uh, for four to eight, we have Tomas, Tomanus, Androl, Nelician, and Julian. Oh, I might I might not put Iteralda as three then, because I do love the Androl... And I do love the Talmanis a little bit more than I love that. I told that he would just be a fun character playing it, but it's not really yeah. super dynamic for Pedro. So I feel like Talmanis, the way that we discussed it, and then Andral, also we, the way we discussed it, would be well above. And then you said Sandar. We yeah. put Julian Sandar in there. Yes, like, yeah, Sandar's so like in I, there as well, yeah. We, we need to determine between those three. So... So in effect, Tomanis, Androl, and Sandar is like collectively three, four, and five. We just that, that's what I think. Grace, what do you think? Which ones? Grace, I'm okay with that. that. Yeah, I'm okay yeah. with that. Okay, so let's scratch that from number three. And we have... Um, I mean, he'd be an amazing Iteralda, but Iteralda is just kind of a standard hero character for him. So maybe that actually okay. goes kind of towards the bottom. So after, six, after that, we have six to eight. So we have Rodell. Tomas and Elysian. I feel like Elysian, 
might be the bottom of those three. I'm okay with that. I was going to yeah. suggest it actually be number 10 because I didn't feel very strongly about it. Okay. Um, I mean, we can bump him down to nine and bump seven up to eight. Wait, who was 10? No. 10 is Ravine. Uh, we could switch those. I'd be fine with switching those. N so Nelesian, I mean, playing a character pure evil should give him a little bit more of a bump than Bob, yeah. I suppose. <laughs> so are we, are we bumping Ravine to eight? And then Nelesian is 10? Sure. Okay. Wait, then who's right. nine? Nine is seven. But we said seven was more interesting than Ravine. Yes. Yeah. So is, is seven getting bumped to eight and then Ravin's nine? I'd even put seven above Iteralda, honestly. Because again, it's just oh, more wow. of an interesting character to play. And I think Pedro would be awesome at it as much as I want Pedro to be hot. Um, <laughs> okay. So get, like, I'll, I'll happily take a veto on that one. Out of grace, like, what, what are you thinking here? We have an Elysian at 10. Do we have, then have Rodell at 9? No, no. So, Ravine no. is 9. And it's, it's oh, then it's 7 nine. Baller versus Iteralda. Okay. 7 at 8 or Rodell at 8? Grace. I think, yeah, let's put 7 at 8. Let's make seven it more interesting. Okay. So, Rodell is 7 then? Oh, no, no. Other way around. Okay. Other way around. Okay. Yeah. So Rodell is eight. Seven is seven. Mm -hmm. That would leave us with Tomas at six. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I still think um, seven would be a funner character to watch Pedro. But we've expanded the Thomas character as part of this. I know we've expanded we? it. I feel like I don't know. I don't know if seven is that interesting to go up against expanded Thomas. Um, okay, I, I'll 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 fold on that one. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm good so with expanded bottom, Thomas. Thomas. Yeah, the the bottom Tomas. five <laughs> is from six to ten. Thomas, we have uh, from six to ten. We have Thomas, Seven, Rodell, Ravine, Nelisian. Okay. Yes, I'm not. And then, so we need to settle. Three, four, and five. We have Tomanis, Andro, and Julian Santa. So we have humor, we have stories, and we have pole vaulting through the, the, the rooftops of various cities. I would put them in that order. Three, four, five. Tomanis, and then... Uh, Andrew and, and then, then Julian. Yeah. I mean, I'm also okay with that, to be honest, now that I've described it that way. Um, oh, this is so hard. I think I might actually... Oh, God. I think I might put Andrew above Tamanes. I don't know. Like, oh, that's so hard. <laughs> Think of Dreadbane, though. Don't you want to see Pedro be Dreadbane? True, I do. He would be amazing at that, and that would give a, us a lot of things that we want in this character. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, okay. You can move him. Okay, <laughs> so that. Dread, Dreadbane at three, and then we have Andrew telling stories in level work at four, 
and then we have uh, pole voting through the towers of other cities at five. Yeah. So th this is our list then. Okay, so going from bottom to top, Pedro would play Nelisian, and then Ravine, then Rodel, then Seben, then Tomas, then Julian, Andrel, Tomanus, and then much to Grace's disappointment, Davram Bashir, and then our number one choice would have him playing as Noel. And I'm sure many people listening would be like, why the fuck didn't you make him daddy number one? So. <laughs> Grace is shaking her head so I much. I feel right now. I have failed as a Pedro fan. You have not. You have not. Like. <laughs> I have I allowed you to, uh, yeah, the, the love story is cute. I, I think if that is actually what the show did, then fine. But like, well, just, if it was just straight what's in the books, the then it makes no sense. He would get, though, as Noel. Um, it's so different. It's so different for him. And now, I, feel like, I feel like you care so much about him, Leia, getting to like enjoy his role. And I feel like I don't care, which is <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I just want to like use him for what I want him to be. I don't care if he's happy. I'm terrible. Uh, imagine... You know, here's here's a scene. Okay, so you have um, oh, we get the flashback. You have Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill was the golem, <laughs> all right, fighting Donal as Matt, and then suddenly Pedro Pascal runs into the scene and be like, "Well, that was some crazy shit, wasn't it?" You know? <laughs> Ooh, it just got really hot in here all of a sudden. <laughs> Does it sell it for you now, Grace? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's many people out there who are also agreeing with you. <laughs> yes. Thank you. All those people. I appreciate that. Please write lots of mean comments under this podcast. <laughs> no, no, you need to tweet them because I, I don't troll the podcast. Oh, okay. Tweet, yeah. tweet your disagreement at Rob, please. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or you can put it in the discord server or, you know, you can email me, you know, you can, there's multiple ways, but I don't troll the various podcast sites to look at comments, sadly, um, because there's just so many out there. I don't even know where I could, I, I, I think I went looking one time and I found like two So um, <laughs> early on. I was just like, I don't have, this took like half an hour to just find these two. This is too much work. So, um, you know, like the podcast, please. But uh, comment somewhere as far as Well, Rob, where can we find you? Oh, now, see, you do this on the show as well. Where can you find me? That's I have that as part of my outro. Oh, Firstly, where can they find the two of you? So, Grace, where do they find Maiden's List? Uh, you can find Maiden's List on thegreatblight.com. And you can also find me on Twitter at Bane underscore Chiat. I'm on there all the time. Yes, <laughs> go be her three thousand and first follower. Although I'm sure you've already gotten that by now. So. I don't think so. Actually, it tends you to go them? up and down from day to day. I had one, but then they yeah, it's it's exactly at three k still right now. Okay, and and Leia, how did I find um, you? Uh, the three full talk, uh, obviously. So that's on Rob's uh, YouTube server. Uh, come check us out. We. <laughs> talk a lot of IEL bullshit all day. We have the, the local <laughs> news of what's happened that week. You know what, and then we have guests on frequently and just have a lot of fun. I am also on Twitter as Ruth Mistress. 
Um, and then I have a Stormlight Archives podcast called Return to Roshar. Uh, still in our oh. newbies. We took a little break. We're starting the back to recording. So maybe by nice. the time you watch this, we might actually have another podcast out. <laughs> but yeah, no, no shame and random fandoms. So we all, we all yes. cross populate. This is true. Do you know, I've realized just as you've talked about um, threefold talk and all the, the random IEL things, there's not a single IEL character on here. So we've determined that Pedro's hide is not sufficient in us for any of us to consider him, even for an IEL that's been shortened for TV purposes. No. Yeah. No. When you guys started uh, talking this is where about I want to throw out Pedro for... being Queen <laughs> and Chia's husband, I was like, oh, so there's going to be a gall in there. Um. For a half no. a second. Go for it, go great. I, I just I, I considered it, but it just I it didn't work for me. I just didn't think Pedro I don't see him as Aiel. I just don't. I don't either. For half oh wow, now that statement just really plays <laughs> into I wish I'd said something now. In fact, I'm going to say it anyway. For half a second I considered cooler than <laughs> <laughs> And the way you were just like, he does he's not Aiel, so he couldn't, you know. <laughs> and I was like, people don't consider cooler than Aiel. That's true. So. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> nice. All right, folks. Well, you can find me at Malkia Talks on the Twitters. And that's where you can send all your complaints that we didn't put Daddy Davram at uh, number one. <laughs> or you can send your love that you were like, I never considered Noel and all that love story bullshit. So, you know, <laughs> you can come hit us up there. You can come check all three of us, plus Wise One, Shirley, and Melindra on Freefall Talk every Thursday night. Although... You won't see me this week as the three of us are recording because I'm moving house, but you'll see me every other time, uh, generally speaking. If you can hear a dog in the background, that is, uh, <laughs> that's Maverick. Kayla's little dog for upstairs barking for some reason, bless him. Um, but yeah, folks, you can email mapkeertalks at gmail.com. You can come and join the Discord server uh, where they have a lot of fun, and we even have a purple rocks hold section. And uh, you can come complain in there about us not picking your character if you want to as well. Uh, although don't complain too much because otherwise Queen Anna might boot you from the server. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Please like, subscribe, follow, all those good bits and pieces, uh, you know, to let us know what you think. And uh, thank you for joining me tonight, or afternoon it is for you, Grace and Leia. I appreciate your time and your passions. So, and uh, until next time, folks, may you always find water and shade. Yeah.